The Dutch government advises single people to find a lockdown sex buddy, and a priest sprays holy water from a squirt gun to maintain social distancing, and penguins poop out so much laughing gas it has a funny effect on the researchers. These are the weird stories for Monday. This is Weird AF News that you're listening to, the only podcast hosted by a comedian that does weird news five days a week. I have some stories from around the world. I'm glad that you're here joining me. Let's get into it. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. The Dutch government advises single people to find lockdown sex buddies. Ooh, frisky government. The Dutch government issued some guidance to all the single people that you know, are seeking some intimacy during the pandemic, advising them to find themselves a sex buddy. Where? Craigslist? Tell me, government, where do, you, where do I find a sex buddy? The National Institute for Public Health and the Environment says singletons should come to an arrangement with one other person. What the hell is a singleton? Is that what you call single people over there? That seems strange. Uh, yeah, come to an arrangement. Yeah, Pairings should avoid sex if one of them suspects they have the coronavirus, the advice says. <laughs> oh, no shit. Thank you, Dutch government. I was going to just really hop in the sack with someone with the coronavirus. You said to partner up. Okay. The guidance comes after critics say that there was no sex advice for singles. Uh, who needs sex advice during the pandemic? Like, we got it. We got it. Okay. We know if someone has the virus, don't sleep with them. We're trying our best here. It's it's a chore trying to get somebody to sleep with you. The The government should tell us how do we get someone to sleep with us. Okay. The question isn't, do we find someone to sleep with us during the lockdown? We all want it. No one wants to be alone during this. What a great time to just be naked with someone for 24 hours straight, right? But you don't tell us how to make that happen. Everybody's scared. How do you find a sex buddy in this environment? Unbelievable. Tinder? You think people are getting together with Tinder? I don't know. Maybe they are. Social distancing measures have been in place in the Netherlands since the end of March when the government imposed what it called an intelligent or targeted lockdown. The rules were far less strict than those of the country's neighbors, permitting small gatherings of people if social distancing was observed. But in May, they said, it makes sense that as a single person, you also want to have physical contact during the pandemic. Yeah, so they're thinking of the single people. Should singletons choose to engage in sexual contact, precautions should be taken to minimize the risk of coronavirus exposure, the authorities say. Thank you. Here's a quote from them. Discuss how best to do this together. For example, Meet with the same person to have physical or sexual contact. For example, a cuddle buddy or a sex buddy, provided you are free of illness. <laughs> this is so stupid. Make good arrangements with this person about how many other people you both should see. The more people you see, the greater the chance of spreading the virus. Wow, no shit. I had no idea. Unbelievable. Thank you, Dutch government. You're just, well, your citizens must be quite bright over there. They also issued advice for people whose long-term partners suspect they have contracted the coronavirus. Well, don't have sex with your partner if they... <laughs> Thank you, Dutch government. I had no clue what to do with the person that I've been sleeping with that I suspect might have the coronavirus. Wow, stop sleeping with them. Jeez, my goodness. Can we still play Parcheesi? Can we? Don't have sex with your partner if they have been isolated because of suspected coronavirus infection. Sex with yourself or with others at a distance is possible, <laughs> suggesting 
erotic stories and maybe masturbating together as possible solutions. Oh, you're, so you're saying if my partner contracts the virus, we can still masturbate together in the same room. I don't think that's happening, Dutch government. <laughs> but thank you for the suggestion. I'm so glad you care. And, you know, if you care this much, why don't you just make an app for this? You know, like call it Corona Swipe or something, you know, <laughs> where someone, some other single person who's in lockdown can find another person who's also in lockdown and get together and be a sex buddy for, you know, as long as we can stand each other, really. Hey, look, I'm all for having sex during the lockdown as much as possible. I can't think of a better way to spend your time. Let's be honest, right? Eating and having sex. However, at the risk of your own life, uh, maybe not just go randomly find a sex buddy or just a hookup of some sort, uh, <laughs> as as it seems the Dutch government is suggesting. Uh, you know, maybe either a friend that you're very close with, that maybe you've had intimate relations in the past, maybe one of these people, you can have a discussion. Hey, you know, I'm a little lonely. Are you lonely? Are you, have you been tested here? Are you clean? Do you, do you not have the virus? Maybe something like that. Come, to, but I mean, to just randomly, willy nilly, go f- go find a sex buddy during a pandemic. I mean, this is terrible advice, in my opinion. Terrible advice, and it's going to lead people to making compromises that uh, you shouldn't be making. You know, perhaps even using dating apps to get together with strangers, which I don't think is smart right now. I just can you go a few months without some sex? I know it's not easy, but like, let's just put a put a cap on it. Like, give yourself six months without sex. I mean, can, you could probably do a year. Uh, you know, you probably could. I know it's not easy. Look, I know it's hard, but in a, in desperate times, you know, they, re- they it requires some desperate measures and some self-control at this moment. Maybe I'm wrong. Call the show. Let me know. If you think that I'm wrong and you think just finding a casual sex buddy is, is appropriate and, and simple and safe, you know, let me know. Let let the weirdos that listen to the show know. Call the show, 646-450-2012. A Detroit priest sprays holy water from a squirt gun to maintain social distancing. A Roman Catholic priest in the Detroit area has taken aim at his parishioners in a bid to maintain some social distancing during the coronavirus pandemic. He used a squirt gun to shoot holy water and bless the passersby. The photos were posted on social media by the St. Ambrose Church, and they show Reverend Timothy Pelk shooting water into a car window as it stopped by the steps of the church. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bona fide drive-by shooting. <laughs> I love it. The parishioners drive by, roll down the window, and the reverend goes, bah, 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 right in the window. Uh, initially, when I saw this headline, I thought, oh, oh, the parishioners are at the church and he's spraying the crowd. No, no, no. They're driving by in their car, rolling down their window and taking it in the face. Uh, Timothy wore a mask, face shield, and some rubber gloves as further precautions against spreading the coronavirus. You can see in the photo. Uh, the photos were taken at the church in Gross Point Blank during Easter, but have only gone viral the past few days, and they've inspired many memes online, and Pelk has been interviewed by the media, and he he uh, claimed that he was a little concerned about how the Vatican might react when these photos of him squirting holy water began circulating widely on the internet this week, but he says, I haven't heard anything yet. <laughs> well, I don't think the Vatican uh, follows memes, so I think you're pretty safe, buddy. How did this all come about? Well, the idea... 
according to Timothy, was to find a way to continue a tradition of blessing Easter baskets despite the pandemic. So one of these photos shows Pelk standing behind a car with its hatchback door up, shooting water at a basket. He said he has a, quote, pretty wacky mind and pretty accepting congregation. Pelk says that he hoped to begin holding in-person masses next Sunday, but was struggling to find churchgoers to help him stage the socially distanced services. Here's a quote from Pelk. People are saying they don't want to come out just yet. There's still a lot of fear out there, and I, I don't blame them. Well, no, they shouldn't actually go to your church for services. Not quite yet, Pelk, I'm sorry to say. Keep the drive-by shootings going, is my suggestion. Yeah, just blast some holy water at their face. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Try and, if you can, like, just throw those little uh, wafers like Frisbees. See if you can get it in their car. You know, you'll have to practice on your own time so that you can get good at that. But um, I'm sure you can get a few in the car. <laughs> like, work on your drive-by um, blessing game is what I would say. Let's not get the people gathering quite yet, sir. Quite yet. I mean, you real realistically could have it done in a parking lot, okay? You could get a, you could get a loudspeaker system, and people could just stay in their cars in the parking lot, and you could, you know, get in front of them outside and do it over a megaphone or a microphone. I'm sure something like that could happen. You don't have to all gather inside a church. You can stay in your car, you know, have it be like a drive-in movie, but instead it's like a, it's a, it's a drive-in ceremony at church, you know, and then you just walk around and spray everybody in their window like you did at Easter, and you know, you can still have a seemingly religious ceremony as you normally would on a Sunday. Just, you know, do it outside. I don't know. I'm just trying to brainstorm here, you know, trying to trying to figure out a way for the the people who want to go to Sunday mass to keep going to Sunday mass. I don't know. You got to make you got to pivot these days, right? And, and of all the priests that can pivot, this guy Timothy totally could because he's already bringing in the squirt gun. He's got a sense of humor. I'm sure this guy could work something out, you know? Or or he's a very radical idea. Everybody that wants to experience God, for the time being, can search for God within them. You're welcome. Penguins poop out so much laughing gas, it has a funny effect on the researchers. Ooh, yes. Weird AF News is now covering a science article. Ah, it's not too often, but I thought this one was interesting. Antarctic's king penguins emit such large amounts of nitrous oxide, otherwise known as laughing gas, via their poop, and farts that researchers went a little cuckoo studying them. Imagine that. Here's a quote from the professor who was in charge of the study. Penguin poop produces significantly high levels of nitrous oxide around their colonies. Now, while studying the colonies of king penguins on the Atlantic island of South Georgia, which is between South America and Antarctica, the researchers went bananas from being surrounded by the penguin poop. This is what the guy says anyways. What, is everybody just laughing and having a good time over there? <laughs> hey, Bill, did you get that data? <laughs> he got the data. <laughs> did you take the measurements, Megan? <laughs> I took them. I took the measurements. Oh, my goodness. We better wrap it up. It's, <laughs> it's time for lunch. Besides being a strain on the climate, nitrous oxide has an effect very similar to the sedative laughing gas used at the dentists, which makes this sound like an amazing job to me. I don't know about you guys, but I'm like all about being a uh, South well, Antarctic penguin. What are they called? The king penguin researcher, I guess. Uh, here's a quote from one of these researchers. Uh, After nosing about in the poop for several hours, one actually goes completely cuckoo. You must know. Uh, we begin to feel a little bit ill and, and get a headache. 
What about the laughing, though? He's not describing the laughing. Is it just a headache? And The article says that nitrous oxide is 300 times more polluting to the environment than carbon dioxide. Oh, that's very sad. So all that laughing and you, you're destroying the planet here with these damn penguins. It's a shame. The nitrous oxide is explained by the penguin diet of krill and fish, which contains high levels of nitrogen. The nitrogen is then released from the penguin's feces into the ground, and soil bacteria then convert it into nitrous oxide, which is a greenhouse gas. Wow, aren't you happy you learned something about science in this little segment? Uh, While nitrous oxide emissions in this case are not enough to impact Earth's overall energy budget, The findings contribute to new knowledge about how penguin colonies affect the environment around them, which is interesting because colonies are generally becoming more and more widespread. Oh, that means there'll be more laughing going on. More penguins, more laughing gas. I love it. I want to adopt a couple of these penguins and put them in a closet and then on Friday night just hang out with them inside my closet and just have a good old time. I'll charge people to come and sit in the closet with me for a half an hour. That'll be fun. Or hours. Or all night. I mean, we're in a lockdown. We might as well just laugh it up with the penguin poop. (laughs) How do you get your penguins farting? I don't know. Just feed them krill. I don't even know where you get krill, but I'll feed them some krill all night long. Nitrous oxide in the closet. That's how we'll handle a lockdown. Good times, baby. Good times. Wow, I'm out of my mind. Holy shit. Yay! Yay! Hey, what's up, fellow weirdos? This is Jonesy. I want to let you know how much I appreciate you listening to Weird AF News as often as you do. Um, I hope I'm bringing you some much-needed entertainment and distraction during this uh, ridiculous time that we're all going through. I hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode. Thanks for everybody who's reached out to me over the weekend to check in on me, make sure I'm okay, and I am A-OK. Still doing the podcast five days a week. We will keep this going. Uh, Keep everybody entertained. Keep the stories coming. Uh, Please feel free to reach me anytime. You have the phone number. The email is funnyjones at gmail.com. A good place to send some links to stories if you come across something that's weird that you think I might want to cover. On Instagram, it's at funnyjones. And uh, on there, I've been posting some pictures of my neighborhood walk lately. That's how boring my life has has been. Three months ago, two months ago, I was posting these crazy videos and photos of me hanging out with deer in Japan, and now I'm posting photos of my neighborhood flowers growing. (laughs) What's it come to? But yeah, if you want to follow what I'm doing on a daily, um, the Instagram, at Funny Jones, is where I put a lot of stuff. Uh, On Twitter, it's at Funny Jones, and on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. You can always reach out to me. Uh, please check out my Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News, where I put up a lot of content and you can uh, get access to that content by joining the Patreon, which is just takes a couple bucks a month. It's like buying Jonesy a cup of coffee. And it's a, it's a good feeling you get that you support the show, especially if you're listening five days a week. Please consider supporting the show with a couple bucks. Um, it's the least you could do. During a rough time when I'm needing... I need all the drugs I can get. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about caffeine, okay? Okay, get your head out of the gutter, all right? And if you haven't already rated the podcast, please consider doing so on either iTunes or Amazon. I'd so appreciate that. And share it with a friend or a foe. Why not? Um, Lastly, I hope you're safe and healthy and happy, and, uh, and I'm here for you. Just reach out to me anytime. Much love, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hi, Jonesy. This is Christy calling from Georgia. I am a first-time caller, long-time listener. So I want to call and talk about the mannequins in the um, restaurants. More so, I want to talk about the guy who had his concerns 
about the mannequins in the restaurant. So going from what period of dress they wear to are there any people of color mannequins to if they're going to have blacks only in the back signs was a very weird leap. Um, not quite sure that I I get that. Um, so, but you know why people would like mannequins for selfies? You can go get in the picture, pose with a mannequin, whatever they're doing, be a part of it. Think of it like a wax museum. It's just a way to bring people in, but also do some social distancing and make it a little weird and maybe fun or maybe a little bit creepy. And sometimes creepy is fun. So keep on doing what you're doing. I listen to you almost every day. Sometimes I listen to the episodes more than once. So literally every day I listen to you and my husband is starting to listen to you as well. So keep it up. And hopefully I'll call in again, or maybe not. I don't know. Bye, weirdo. Hey, Jonesy. Hey, Jonesy, how's it going? Uh, I just wanted to comment on your story. Sorry, I'm a little late. Uh, I wanted to comment on your story you did about the mannequins sitting in the restaurant. And... <laughs> uh, just no. I mean, I don't exactly have a fear of mannequins. I'm not, like, afraid of mannequins. They don't really creep me out. But uh, I, I agree with Michael that uh, if they're going to hold me up from getting my order placed, I'm going to be real upset. So, that's pretty much what I wanted to say, so, uh... Bye.